Father, we have come. Teach us. Give us light. Change us by your spirit. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Glory to God. All right, so this evening, we continue our conversation on the kingdom. It's been a lengthy conversation, and if you are joining us for the first time, we love you, we welcome you, we, we, we acknowledge your sacrifice joining us for this service. Trust the Lord that you will be blessed. In the name of Jesus, this is a conversation we started a while back, but sit tight, you will be blessed this evening. And having been blessed, I'm encouraging you, including those of us who were here when we started to go back and remind ourselves of these fruits. There's so much you can remember and internalize at the first hearing. Glory to God. So we started our conversation on kingdom dynamics a while back and we zoomed into Matthew chapter 1 and verse 1, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ. Matthew's focus was to present Jesus as king, not just as a rabbi or some nice teacher or a nice spiritualist that healed and cured diseases, principally to present him as king. And the very first thought is that this book is about this King Jesus, the generations of the son of David, the son of Abraham. And we took our time in a previous installment to, to extract kingdom lessons from the journey of Papa Abraham. And so far, we've established the mysteries of Zion and we are zooming into kingdom lessons and principles from the life of of David, glory to God. Our anchor text in this sub conversation, Zechariah chapter 12, verse 8, speaking prophetically about those of us, you and me, that will heed to the calling to live an unusual, uncommon, supernatural, extraordinary kingdom life here on earth. Here on earth reigning and ruling on behalf of his majesty. It says about us, and that day the Lord will defend the people of Jerusalem. It says the weakest among them will be as mighty as King David, hmm, with a powerful exclamation mark, and the royal descendants will be like God, like the angel of the Lord who goes before them. Glory to God. I said every Wednesday in, 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 in December, I will remind us of our working definition of Zion. Zion is worth contending for. Zion is worth contending for. Glory to God. We said that Zion, and we learned from scripture, this is not just a creative definition, that Zion is that prophetic church drenched in the worship of the Lamb, our King reveling in the victory of redemption as a stronghold with the king of glory enthroned and magnified in the beauty of holiness. Glory to God. We had an entire teaching dedicated to Zion. You will find it. You will do well to listen to it and it will bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. So, so far, delving into the life of David in part one of the Son of David, we learned about worship as a technology in this kingdom for enthronement and the delight of the king of glory. We learned about warfare, that this king of glory loves to stunt. <clears throat> He loves to show off his glory and we have misinterpreted adversity. Adversity to the believer is an opportunity to write a new song. Hmm. It's as though a deer or, or some game animal, I use the word game for those who understand hunting. If you see a game animal approaching my house, tendencies are that you should pity me. All right, because I am not skilled in hunting and for, for, the, for, for, for that wild animal to have the audacity to be approaching, all right, my territory, I, I better run. And that is how those who are outside Zion, that is how they respond to adversity. 
They are running from pillar to post and say, oh God, what is going on? <laughs> Glory to God. But those of us in Zion, if you see game, game, going to the house of the hunter, you are not pitting the hunter, you are pitting the game. You are saying, this, <laughs> do, do you know what you are doing? And that's what adversity is for us. It's an opportunity to write a new song. It's an opportunity for the king to stunt. Sometimes he teaches your fingers and he gives you the principles of victory in warfare. Some other times he says, be still. I want this invisible ambassadorial attache command <laughs> to, to, to just show off. He says, let them jog. Let them jog. You just see the breeze blowing and it's gone. And then you can go and write a new song and delight the king. So we learned that in part one. In part two, we talked about the oil, the oil, honoring the oil of God upon your life and what that oil produces and also honoring the oil upon the life of another, even if they have dropped out from the oil university. It would make sense to those who joined us last week, Wednesday. What a powerful time we had in his presence. And boy, are we going to be blessed this evening. Glory to God. All right. Psalms chapter 33. Psalms chapter 33. I am going to verse 3. But let me just start from verse 1 since we can. I read first from the KJV. Psalms 33 verse 3. That's easy. Psalms 3, 3, 3. Glory to God. Imagine reading Psalm 66, verse 6. <laughs> All right. It says, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Now pay attention from verse 2. It says, Praise the Lord with harp. Sing unto the Lord with the psaltery and an instrument of ten strings. Verse 3 says, sing unto him a new song. And he says that this new song is delivered in a particular way. It is delivered with skill. He says, play skillfully with a loud noise. Mm. Let me read it from the Passion Translation. Verse 3. It says, compose new melodies that release new praises to the Lord. He says, play his praises on instruments. I want you to pay attention to the next phrase. With the anointing and skill he gives you. With the anointing and skill. Anointing and skill. Anointing and skill. Remember in part one, it was worship and warfare. In part two, it was oil upon and honor for those upon whom God has placed his oil. The next thing we are talking about is this skill, skill that comes by virtue of the anointing, that our God is an excellent God. Remember what we learned in Psalms 48, talking about the mysteries of Zion. It says, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, not anyhowly to be praised. Hmm. It was last week that I referred to an old teaching called God's Honor Roll. A teaching you will find on AudioMax, Spotify, um, and the podcasts. You won't find it on our YouTube page because our YouTube page is pretty young. All right. But this, this particular teaching on casting crowns, you'll find it on YouTube and it will bless you. It will bless you. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. It will bless you. The call of God upon our lives as kingdom participants. The invitation, the oil upon your life, the beckoning to reign and to rule places a demand about our king that our king is an excellent king that demands excellence. For some strange reason, the doctrine of mediocrity crept into the church and we swallowed it and embraced it hook, line, sinker, convincing ourselves that God is looking at our heart and since he can see our heart, whatever we produce with our mouth is going to manage it. If you have somebody singing treble, someone else singing terrible, somebody singing alto, somebody sing, someone else is singing auto, 
<laughs> Someone is singing tenor, another person is singing terror. <laughs> and it's just a cacophony and you're saying God sees our heart. David is telling you that in this kingdom, our worship is excellent. <laughs> the worship of our life and the rendering of our song must command excellence. For there is no other way we'll show honor to this king than the excellence we put to our worship of him. Wasn't it Pharaoh that thought that the God of Israel was one of his funny gods? And he says, you just go worship him and worship with him. And Moses said, no, we don't worship our God like that. We are going all of us, our wives, our children, our cattle, our gold, everything. With everything, we will shout for your praises, glory to God. People who understand Zion are excellent worshippers. Sometimes they break the bank in the place of worship. They, they break a box over. See, it's one thing to pour from your alabaster box. It's another thing to break that box. To pour from it means that you are worthy, but please, I need a little. To break it means you are the only one worthy. And that is what is lacking in the worship of many and our the kingdoms of the world can't take us seriously. Because if indeed this king of glory is glorious, our worship to him is meant to be glorious. All right. You can easily tell that this is an area I'm very passionate about. I, I think this is our <laughs> shouting in casting grounds also. No matter how weak my body is, it, it, it breaks my heart. That we just believe we can give God anything, anyhow. I'm, I'm doing him a favor. <laughs> he, should better, he should better accept it. If he doesn't say thank you, I'm gone. My king, his majesty, you don't know him. You don't know him. You don't know him. You don't know him. Where, 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 where did the commitment for excellence go? Where, where did it fly out to? Where did this spirit of Cain find root in us that will just make up anything and give him? And it transcends every area of our life. Kings are meticulous about excellence. Kings, real kings in this kingdom are meticulous. And we learned it from our father, the king of glory. He does things well. He expects you and I. To do the same. Somebody say glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. Hmm. I know we are fasting. I'm going to, I'm going to, to, to tape it down a bit. But I want the, the fire blazing in me to, to, to light up in you. That an excellent God deserves excellent worship. There is nothing we can do that is too much. Don't allow, the, don't allow the world, let me tell you, in their own kingdom, they are worshipping their own king in their own way and they set double standards. We can do that there, but you can't do that here. They, they, they book a venue, pack a crowd, blow alcohol, spend a budget, and we spend half of that budget and everybody's protesting. And then you're in the church, and then when you're springing, and then you're poor people. Do, do you know it was Judas that, 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 that brought that doctrine? That rather than excellently worshipping our God, we should use it for the poor, not knowing that in this kingdom none is feeble. Bring them in. Judas was one doing the math. How many people would you feed? And my question to you is, what's the value of his soul? When we begin, see, this, the, this Cain spirit, it will soon explode one day. Because in this ministry, we will worship our God excellently and exultantly. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> I said, we will do it. We will have one day events that the budget will run into millions of dollars. And we will do it. And our king will say yes. He will say yes. I will say thank you, Father. <laughs> We've not done enough. The next one will be bigger than this. The next one, I'll begin to, 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 to see a harvest of souls. This, this end time agenda will be backed by resources. We won't do rubbish. We won't. We won't, we won't. <laughs> All right, let, let's just stay to the notes. It says, God expects each and every one of us to improve upon the investment of his grace upon our lives. He calls it the anointing and skill. There's always been that age-long discussion between talent and skill. 
and we've we've seen enough in our world that the one who develops skill, even if they didn't start with with talent, will very soon overtake the one who had only talent but refused to own their skill. And God is saying, as far as talent is concerned in your life, there is already an investment of my grace. That investment is not for you to coast, it's for you to trade with. So how do you trade? The oil, I believe someone is writing and soaking this in. The oil of God upon your life demands that you own your skills. Own your skills. If you will call it skill, there are four critical parts. If you must call this is not even really the message, but this is a word for someone, you'll find this to be true in the kingdom. You'll find this to be true in the marketplace. If you can tell me that you are a person committed to skill. There must be four things that I will see. And this applies to all of us in the worship of our king, in the, in the rendering of our service to his majesty. It doesn't matter what department you are. Whether you are singing in the choir, it is required that you own your skills and your king gets the best of you. As an individual, he wants the best of your life and the best of you. <clears throat> you know, I've heard people say things like, um, the way you are carrying this God on your head, you are too young for that. What will you do when you grow old? You know, so it's meant to be for old people. You no, know, let's go out there, let's live life, and then we'll come and retire. <laughs> we'll come and retire in the church. What a plan. What a wasted life. That you have the opportunity to find him early and to find him now, and you will you will choose to to to, to. boy. How did we get there? A life that gives him the best, the best of your years, the best of your day. That your quiet time is not, <laughs> it, it, it's not after you've, 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 you've finished yourself. Even your, your tank is on blinking red. So this way, at least I read the Bible plan today. Manage it. The best. The best. If it's going to be skill, there are four things you will see. You will see training, irrespective of the talent level. You will see practice. You will see improvement and you will see repetition. Training deck will be formal or informal. The gift of God upon your life. What steps have you taken to get trained? Oh, PD, I just do this thing naturally. It comes to me naturally. Great. That's a supernatural ability. That's a working of grace in your life. Oh, I just sing amazing. Oh, I just play this instrument. Great. Are you being trained? <clears throat> I believe this is a timely word as many are in the process of setting goals for 2022. The game is changing and if you don't have plans to own your skills and to improve on your craft, there is overtaking in this lane <laughs> That the, the, the people who looked up to you yesterday, very soon you'll be, you'll be looking at them if you refuse to train. And this applies to all of us in, in every sphere. As dispensers of the word of life, there is a responsibility to train ourselves in our understanding of the word of God skillfully. Skillfully. Not, not throwing things about and saying the anointing will cover it. You know, Abraham said to Judas, Judas said to James, I'm mixing things up, Old Testament, New Testament, Elijah, Elisha. At a level, some of it is understandable. At another level, it shows a lack of training. Hmm. This is a word for all of us this evening, <laughs> myself inclusive. Where is the training? Where is the investment? In both formal and informal increase of knowledge. Training. Where are the materials? Where are the books? Paul, full of the spirit, praying in tongues more than the whole city, said, bring my books. Where are the books you are reading? What improvement? God has blessed you. You think fast, yes? How are you improving your brain? What goals have you set for 2022? How many books are you going to read? How many times are you going to study your Bible? What, 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 what skill training are you going to enroll in for his majesty? That you will look at your life and you can say, I gave you everything. Number two, practice. Practice. 
practice really at a neural level is you ingraining and ensuring that mastery moves from trying not to sound too medical from the cortex to the spine there is an automatic automaticity hey that's big grammar it means the thing just becomes easy for you to do you can just do it we can wake you up at 12 midnight i say sol is calling sol is calling you just bring the app and the song is on key C. You are not playing key. <laughs> key J. Someone say PD. And saying just worship, just worship. It will, it will just, just worship. Close your eyes. The piano is on key D. The guitar is on key E. The, the, the backups are in another continent. Say just worship the spirit. Which spirit? <laughs> Number one, we train. Number two, I, I'm, see, we are still on David here. This is how God, I'm telling you, I am telling you, he knew his majesty and he saw that every investment, every minute, their choristers, their members of worship teams, you are paying for yourself to go train, improve your skill, improve your voice. Improve. I am wondering, is it not just to sing in the church? No, it is for his majesty and he sees the efforts you make for him, not just for your church or for your pastor practice and then improve the difference between practicing and improving as 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 a key fabric of proper skill advancement is that improving means you are bringing new layers if there is this one key you can play well then it's time to move on to another key that's improve if you've mastered C++ and you're, you're struggling with Python, you've practiced, practiced, yes. Improve means you're adding a new layer. You are bringing a new level of difficulty until that becomes easy. That you can take a five string and then you, you, you can graduate to a ten strings. And people are like, why are you struggling? You're already excellent in one. You're saying that the anointing and the skill of his majesty demands it. Demands it. Demands it demands it somebody say glory to god and then if it will be called skill there must be repetition you do it over and over and over again until you know this thing you know this thing at a, at a muscle level you know this thing at a spinal level you know you know that you know it you've interacted with the word so much you know that you know it you know that 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 account is in matthew you know that you know it you know that you know you know that that scripture is in Romans. You know that you know that you know it. We are people of skill. We are royalty. We are royalty. Let it sink in. We are royalty. In the service of his majesty. Somebody say glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. David's first appearance at the palace was due to skill. Remember what we learned last week, that oil attracted royal opportunities. The question is, what can there be a need for in the marketplace that will find you, a believer, competent enough to do it better than the average person? So that, so that hear me, child of God, so that we don't embarrass God's favor. God's favor can pick you out of a thousand applicants, give you that choice dream job. Now it's time to deliver. Where is the competence? Where is the skill? Oh God, thank you for this opportunity. You, you, you know, David had dream, pardon me, Joseph, Joseph had, you see, that's where this skill thing comes in. Joseph had, had, had dreams of greatness, but God was taking him through process such that the day one on the job, he didn't say, hey, where's LinkedIn? Mm. Do, do you have YouTube? Man's was ready. <laughs> it was ready on day one. He said, this is what you'll do. You shall build barns. An excellent spirit provoking, provoking excellence. That is, that is this, our kingdom. And I believe I'm speaking to an excellent people this evening. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's a big question. I wrote in my notes here, what can you do so well? And how has the Holy Spirit helped you? Students, under the sound of my voice, you sh everybody is struggling with a course. You shouldn't be struggling with it. You have the Spirit of God. Ask for help. Ask. If you, it's just the way you have some lecturers and they have tears. If you are struggling and you are struggling, you can ask for help. 
let, let, let your personal goal for 2022 be one of excellence in all areas. If you are not serving, I know there are people who join our services from other ministries. Tell God, I have come to a consciousness of my identity. I want to serve in your vineyard. First is a revelation of where. Where am I planted? Have I chosen this church because it's close to me? <laughs> or because of whatever reasons? Or have, is this where I'm planted? It is where I'm planted that the, the blessing is commanded. Having sorted that out is now, how can I serve here? Having sorted that out, how can I improve my skill here to do this excellently to his majesty? First Samuel chapter 16 and verse 16. It says, let our master now command your servants who are before you to seek out a man who is a skillful player. Not, <laughs> not that you get to the throne room and the demon is afflicting Saul. And you, you play a chord, the, the, the chord is augmented, <laughs> augmented, diminished, and the demon is like, hey, what's that? <laughs> you now look at it, you now tune, you tune the app again, you play again. The demon is like, this, this one is not ready. It is true that you're anointed, but where is the skill? It is, yeah, it is true that you're anointed, but where is the skill? Glory to God. Daniel chapter 1. Daniel chapter 1. I read from the NLT. Daniel chapter 1 verse 3. There were many royal kids in Babylon. Not all of them were chosen. This, you know this kingdom conversation and all of these weeks. We are, we are just hammering, hammering. There's a call. There's a call to reign. You're not a peasant. You're not a refugee. You're not even a citizen. You have become a part of your... You know all these things? Some people, it's just going over their head. It's just going over. What is royal family? What is kingdom? Who is ruling? Who is reigning? None is seeking Zion. Me? I have to complain. I don't know what you're talking about. It's just going over their head. I have to complain. This sickness, I'm not the first to be sick. If God doesn't want to heal me, I take tablets, you know, with your respect. They are just some, it's not, they are, they are not contending and saying, is this, a, is this a life? Is this possible here? In the same way I'm saying there's the oil of God upon your life. Which oil of God? All these pastors, you know, is literally just flying over. And they miss out on reality, even though their destiny is reality. It tells us that it, there were many royal kids, but this human king was specific about those he would bring into rulership. It says that the king ordered Ashpenaz, his chief of staff, to bring to the palace some of the young men of Judah's royal family. Not all, some. All of them had royal blood, but he says some of the royal family and other noble families who had been brought to Babylon as captives. It says select only, only strong healthy, good-looking. It says, make sure they are well-versed, knowledgeable, intelligent, skillful, gifted with knowledge, good judgment, suited to serve. Yes, they all have royal blood, but not all of them will understand excellence. Burning the midnight oil. When you don't have exam, you are not the one preaching next week. I are just staying there. I must finish my Bible this month. I must finish my Bible this year. And people are looking at you. Are you crazy? But when you tell them, I must finish that series, one sec. Nobody says, are you crazy? Nobody says, is there anything wrong with you? You set a big goal. I want to finish my Bible twice in 2022. And you tell them, in one setting, I'm going to watch season one to season five. Bad guy. Please take Take the call to royalty upon your life seriously. Take it more seriously than the person next door. Take it more seriously than your head of department. Let, let your, your own can't be too You don't get it? We are talking about the king of glory. It can't be too much. It gives you grace. It sees you. It sees you. 
It says you're struggling in that vigil, dozing off, saying that I, there's grace for me to pray longer than 15 minutes. I can do 30 minutes. I can see one hour. And it sees you struggling there, dozing off. It sees you, it was you and your coffee, you're asleep, your coffee is asleep. It sees all of you, but it sees your heart. That is where the, it sees your heart is. Not in the laziness and in the indolence and in the carelessness. It is in the attempt. And it says, now I, my, I multiply grace to you. You can go further. You can go further. You can do more. Somebody say glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. Hmm. Exodus chapter 35 verse 30. God appearing, speaking to the man of God, Moses, giving him specific instructions for building, specific instructions for the law, specific instructions for Israel. It says in verse 30, this is Moses recounting, and Moses said to the children of Israel, verse 30, Exodus 35, it says, see, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Or, of the tribe of Judah. Okay? And he has filled him with the Spirit of God. Oh, great. I'm also filled with the Spirit of God. In wisdom. In understanding. In knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. Skill has been brought by the Spirit to his hands. He better train. He better train. Improve. Repeat. Practice. He says to design artistic works, to work in gold and silver and bronze. God didn't say, oh, they've just come out of Egypt. They've just been building, you know, for, for, for fear. They don't know how to do it. Most of this thing you've seen, just try, you know. Anyhow, you can reproduce it. Just try. The ones that have purple, let them bring purple. If there's no purple, if they bring blue, you know, just put poster color. Um, the gold ones, if you have enough gold, hey, can, can you see why we must not buy this doctrine of smallness? Did you, did you notice how ridiculous I sounded of a God who is managing resources, the king of glory? It says in the wilderness they gave so much that Moses said, stop, it's enough. <laughs> David will, will later do this on steroids. I said, before I announce, <laughs> glory to God, before I announce to the people, and I'm speaking by prophecy, 2020, get ready, KICC, before I even announce, that we have a building fund, if at all I will announce, hmm, this king will have said everything required, but so that others can be blessed. So that others can be blessed. They better hear and jump on it. But I'll come and be flogging you. Give today. Give tomorrow. It is the Lord's house. It is our father's house. Where is your sacrifice? You must, hey, that's not the kingdom way. All right. I think my mic, my mic is... is I'm not, I'm not offering this mic. <laughs> Glory to God. It says to design artistic works, to work in gold and silver and bronze, in cutting jewels for setting, in carving wood, one man, and to work in all manner of artistic workmanship. It says in verse 34, he has put in his heart the ability to teach. In him and Haoliab, the son of Aisamak of the tribe of Dan, he has filled them with skill. He has filled them with skill to do all manner of work. Child of God, where did we learn this from? There's a, there's, there's a project due at work and your excuse is that you woke up at 5 a.m. or you had vigil at church. Hey, that's irresponsibility. The child, hear me, the child of God filled with God's spirit is supposed to be the highest performer in the works of the hands by the spirit. There's uncommon diligence. Uncommon diligence. When you say it is 2 p.m., it's 2 p.m. When you say it is morning, it is morning. When you say tomorrow, it is tomorrow. And if it is not tomorrow, there is royal, there is royal responsibility to say circumstances came up. But we ensure you will still get an excellent delivery. You have 48 more hours and then you deliver before time. Raising an excellent... See, we have been called to raise champions, not to raise sissies. This is, this is what it takes to make champions. This is who we are. Everywhere we are. Can't just slip away for the Lord is good. You know, I'm enjoying his grace. 
His grace in laziness, that is, that is not his grace. That is disgrace. All right. Let me move on. He has filled them with skill. My God is an excellent God. Come on, say it with me. My God is an excellent God. And I have the fullness of his stature. Therefore, I am an excellent king. And I reign with excellence. I worship his majesty excellently. In the name of Jesus. Hmm. David took this matter so personal. So personal. That even up to giving to God. He says it must cost me. Second Samuel chapter 24. We're talking about skill and excellence. Skill and excellence. Now Arauna said to David. The Jebusite. Interestingly. The Jebusite. Rings a bell. I hope you are familiar with this story. There was a plague in the land. David had taken a wrong step. And judgment was upon the land. And the man of God. God the prophet. Came to him. And gave him options. David said to see. God is merciful. God is merciful. God is merciful. And he says, go. This is the action to take. And I went to the threshing floor of this man. Get into him in verse 22. He said, my Lord the king, whatever you want, take. You want oxen? Take oxen for burnt sacrifice. You want the threshing implement? Take it. You want wood? Take it. You want land? Take it. You want down payment? Take it. You want musical instruments? Take it. You want the stadium? Take it. Boy, you know, I've already prayed for God's mercy for us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every time I remember, and I'm saying this, pastor has not told me it's coming, but I believe he's coming. Amen. Amen. Last time we had pastor with us, there were two things that happened. Every time I, I think about the kingdom, I'm saying, God, please help us. We need to do this right again. Again. Just to show the honor. Honor. You know, I'm looking at us also. God has greatly increased us. It will not even be the church. We will still have people competing. Where is pastor saying? Staying. I want him to stay in the best possible presidential suite in this city. And it is on me. PD, PD, I know you want to get the blessing too. Please, on me. And I'll say, no, it is not, it's not me. They will now strike a deal. We will never involve the church at all. Am I talking to God's children? Is someone saying, again? If this is not for you. If, if your response to what I just said was, come again, this is not for you. Pastors will tell, KICC UK, I had to say, we know you guys are young and growing. Let's take care of it. I said, I said God, have mercy on us. Missed. This is a missed, missed one. Give us another opportunity. Give us, Lord, give us another opportunity. But talking about skill, Pastor had been traveling from country to country before touching down in the US and then coming to, to Toronto to spend two days with us. In one of his stops, he was ministering under the anointing and the, <laughs> the guy on the keyboard was ministering under something else. You know, there's a way someone can be so disconnected. You will literally see the, the, it's as though the spirit and the grace upon your life is struggling. As pastor was coming to Canada, he made a call. He said, please, can, can you send the piano player from London all the way? Lest <laughs> somebody says skill. Somebody says skill. Glory to God. All these, O king, verse 23. Arauna has given to the king and he said to the king himself, may the Lord your God accept you. I can see you are trying to honor God here. Take all the things you need to do it. (laughs) David said, wow, what a man. Thank you, but thank you. This is the king of glory here. Not even in this kind of moment. I am here to sacrifice to my king. I'm going to give him all free stuff, all coupons. No, 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 no. I'm going to give him the best. It says, no, but I will surely buy it from you for a price. Nor will I offer bond offerings to the Lord my God with that which costs me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen. He paid 50 shekels of silver. It cost him. It cost him. Child of God, this is not really about, about this is about a, a commitment to excellence and skill development. God's grace is already invested upon your life. 
it will cost you to own it, but you will do it by spirit. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, this is Paul speaking to his son in ministry. He's saying there are those who will do ministry and the approach to be ministry, the approach to ministry will be anything goes, the spirit of the Lord is in control, you know, I don't have to prepare, we'll just flip the Bible, however the wind blows us, I'm, I'm not even sure who is talking here, whether it is David or Solomon, but it's just somebody, somebody said, you know, as it is written, I, Paul was telling his own son. He says, there are other schools of ministries and the way they are trained. He says, but in this kingdom, we have been raised to royalty and you must study to show yourself approved unto God. Unto God. Let me read it from the Living Bible. It says, work hard so God can say to you, well done. Yes, the people may or may not clap excellent sermon, great teaching, oh, wonderful pastor, great prophet. He's saying, but you work hard. You stay in the place of study. You are there comparing versions. You are there researching the matter just for how many minutes of teaching God's word. Sometimes even the people are like, what? what? But you know that you know I have done this for his majesty and his majesty takes notes. It's his honor. It's his dishonor. He says, work hard. Someone that's what you need. And I'm happy this is coming from the New Testament. So you don't see all this. In this new covenant, we, Paul, it wasn't it Paul who said, I labor more abundantly than they all? Yet not I, but the grace. Glory to God. What a man. He's saying this hard work is still by grace, but it will produce hard work. Glory to God. I said glory to God. So our journey, exploring the life of David, Gradually wrapping up now. The first worship as a technology for enthronement. The second warfare as an opportunity for the king of glory to stunt. The third, the oil upon you and what you must allow that oil to do. Number four, honoring that oil upon the life of another. Even if they've dropped out from heaven's curriculum. Number five, skill and excellence by the spirit for his majesty. And number six, number six, David spends the longest chapter. Hear me now? I know we are wrapping up, but please, this is extremely critical. David spends the longest chapter talking about the most important currency in this kingdom, the word of God. This service, this evening, particularly is about positioning you as you are planning for the new year. I know some will say, Is it, are, are you just planning? Please leave us. <laughs> some of us are just planning. Some of us have not even planned yet. All right? God is working with us. Please be patient with us. Some are waiting for January. All right? Don't delay it. Sooner rather than later. What are your goals for the year? What is your, what is your desired contribution to the kingdom in all areas? In all areas, not just financially. Do you, know, do you even know you can set financial goals? You can trust God for what you want your tithe to be, the seeds you desire to sow. How God will effortlessly provide a new place for his people without any sweat. So we'll just vibe into the new year and see what the new year brings. Dear 2020, be good to us. <laughs> That's not, that is not the kingdom way. Happy new month. Dear January, be kind to us. Dear what? Dear what? In what kingdom? You lay hold of it, you take it by force, you make decrees and declarations. David is showing us here, if you are going to make success in this kingdom, you must prioritize the most important, the most important asset in this kingdom is the word of God. So much, he dedicated, I know someone will say, he just wrote, he just wrote, it's, in, it's later, the editors made it into chapters and verses, yes, yes. But compared to other ones, this one has 176. 100 and... No, think about it. Think about it. You just think about it. <laughs> 176 verses, the same matter. So the Lord appears to Joshua and says, Moses, my servant, is dead. <laughs> I'm sure Joshua is like, as if I didn't know. Say, I know why I'm telling you. I know why I'm telling you. You're about to, you're about to inherit 
what looks like big responsibility, but lest you carry it upon yourself, there's something called grace. And I want you to have good success. Therefore, I will show you the way. This book of the law, you will meditate on it day and night. I can imagine David someday in the wilderness or sometime in the cave of Adulam talking with his men, fellow broke, dejected guys that are like, well, tomorrow will be better than today. And he just stumbles on Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. And he says, if God, the king of glory, can commit to good success by the singular practice of meditation on the word day and night, boy, what can my life produce if I will meditate all day long? And they just got it. Say, boy, what we really need to feast upon is God's word as unveiled by the spirit. So Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 is on steroids in Psalms 119 verse 97. Write it down. David said, me, I will meditate all day long. I will meditate all day long. You know, I really, really wished this was an in-person service. And I really, really wished we had a lawyer that will help us. Just, you don't even have to be a born again. Well, if you are here, boy, boy, we will ensure that we smoke you up. You meet Jesus, you experience the Holy Ghost. But for consultancy purposes, just to pick out some words and to see that David really was very deliberate. He was a king, of course. So he knew what he was saying. We just use the umbrella of God's word. But you see words like judgment. Judgment testimonies, law, commandments, statutes, ordinances, precepts, instructions, playing about those 176 verses. This is where skill comes in. That you begin to know that what precepts will deliver is not what ordinance will deliver. My attitude to judgments, my attitude to testimonies, they have various deliverables. And a life of skill has stayed with God's word enough to know the right key to use for the giving door to guarantee more than good success. I, I, I hope someone is listening with the ears of the spirits this evening. This, this, this expensive, and I'm not talking of, of physical costs, it's, 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 it's spiritual treasure. It's spiritual treasure if you will commit to it. Not everybody will. Not everybody will, 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 not everybody will commit to it. And as pastor will say, he will say, you just expose yourself to it. You are saying, no, I'm not remembering a lot of, expose yourself to it over and over. There are some dangerous goals. If you set them for 2022, automatically you will not have time for some other things. If you tell yourself, this is how many chapters I would have read before I go on social media, you will discover that automatically you won't, you won't be, and you don't know those things also are meditations. They are laws. We don't know. They are precepts. Those pictures, those hot those takes, they are also precepts and they are judgments. They are also testimonies and they are producing an alternative kingdom. Hmm. So a lawyer will tell you that the book of judgments is an important document for any advocate so that you know a good lawyer will tell you. A testimony is an account. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Testimonies. Hmm. It tells you the law. Even if you, if you check the Hebrew, they are not synonyms. All of them different with implications, commandments, statutes. A lawyer will tell you what's the difference between a statute and a law or an ordinance. It will tell you a statute involves its formal legislation that has been passed. I now remember P.D. Tortoise of Ecclesia called out once for legislative purposes and he began to understand the implication of statutes. Principles locked up in God's word. You begin to appreciate precepts, instructions. God's word is rich. That's when you need quickening, quickening, you need to engage that. See, we can't, how do we read 176 verses in an evening where you can make out time that God help me as I'm going into the new year? I want to finish my Bible this year. 
Someone is saying, I finished my Bible last year. I want to finish it twice, not just as a storybook. I want light now. I want light breaking forth. This, this, this filter of the kingdom that I'm reading through now, Jesus unveiled as the king of glory, seeing myself in him, an invitation to royalty. And you start there. Many drop down. I'm telling you, many drop. If you drop the ball, pick it up fast. That's grace. If you drop it, pick it up. Many people have read Genesis a million times. And the question is, did you get to Nahum? I said, Nahum. <laughs> Glory to God. It says that your judgments, your testimonies are my heritage forever, causing the rejoicing of my heart. Verse 111. It says, I have longed for salvation. See, we can't even touch this, the implication of, of judgment, commandment, precept, statutes, ordinance, ordinance. These are powerful kingdom terminologies. I am inviting you to the study of God's word. And I am letting you know that grace is more than sufficient. We will all manifest glory in this kingdom to the extent of our commitment to the word. Anyone who you see delivering exceptional results, they've, they, 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 they devour this thing, I'm telling you. This is the obsession. You, you can't be scrolling. Yes, you are king. <laughs> Boy, you are king. And I am king and I am kinging. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Hmm, what a life. What a people that God is raising. What an army. I see your life blossoming. I see the glory of the king bursting forth through your life. In the name of Jesus, that every accusation of unfaithfulness that the king of glory has had to suffer just because of false representatives, ambassadors representing, <laughs> representing the enemy's kingdom rather than the kingdom that sent and raised them, that your life will be a portrait of God's faithfulness. In the mighty name of Jesus, glory to God. I wish there was another way. You and I will have to bury ourselves in this word. Chew it, feed it, develop skill in it. Not competitive skill of, I can now preach better than you. I can now teach better than you. And I have more rev than my pastor. Uh, pastor, um, your, your, your days are numbered now. Get, uh, you don't even know as much Hebrew and Greek as me. I'm bringing you, I appreciate you and the revs, but boy, I have new revs, new. Hey, that's not the art. That's not the attitude here. It's an attitude of inheritance. Acts chapter 20, verse 32, as we begin to round up this evening. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. Paul speaking in a farewell message. So now, brethren, so now, brothers, so now, sisters, hear me? KICC Canada, this is a prophetic word to us. It says, I commend you to God. And to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. I pray for you that you will be a well-built people. In the name of Jesus, that in the day of the storm, in the day of adversity, it will not expose the frailty of your constitution, but you will be that life well established on the rock. In the mighty name of Jesus. He says, in addition to raising you into this amazing edifice, he says, also able to give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. An inheritance. Royal inheritance by the decree of the king. As you begin to set your goals by the spirit, and I say, precious Holy Spirit, you see my heart, I want to worship you more excellently. I want to live for you more excellently. I want to serve you with skill. These are my plans for training. These are my plans for study. These are my plans for practice. These are my plans for improvement. I am doing this for his majesty. I know as I do this, there will be benefits to me, but principally, you see my heart. I am doing this for his majesty. Watch him multiply his grace unto you. Somebody say glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. Why don't you just lift your voice and say, Father, thank you for your word. I am changed by your word. Your word has come to me specifically and I will never remain the same. I will not return to status quo. It will not be business as usual. 
I will not end 2022 the same way I'm ending 2021. It will be bigger. It will be greater. I will have covered more distance for his king, for his kingdom, for his majesty. The level of skill, excellence, the import of gold and the costing for his majesty, nothing will be too valuable. I won't just pour a little, I will break it up and lavish everything on his majesty because he is the only one who is worthy. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. Someone under the sound of my voice is saying, I don't get it. I've met other Christians. I've read other pastors. I don't get it. Why so? Why so? Why so loud? Because we've seen his glory. And we will ensure that the world will see his glory through us. The world must. The world must. We are the ones. Heaven is counting on you. Heaven is counting on me. That he is a healer, yes. But you will be proof that he is. That he is a provider, yes, but you will be proved that he is. That his kingdom indeed is a kingdom of kings reigning, ruling. Yes, your life will be proof. Not, not title king, but, but, but life is, 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 is worse than worse. No, enough. By spirit we arise. In the name of Jesus, I want to pray with you. You know, this, this, this it sounds like a strange kingdom. It sounds like it's Latin. You can be a part of this kingdom. It's expensive to, to, to think like this and to live like this, but Jesus paid for you with his blood. He's saying, will you say yes to me? Remember where we started from a couple of, of weeks back? I don't just want you to see it and watch it as an aspirational possibility. I want it to be your reality. I want you to enter in. But the first step is to say yes to him. Whether you've made this decision for Jesus before in the past, or this is your very first time, but you're saying, I didn't hear the message of the kingdom this way. That is not just about don't sin again and, and tiptoes, tiptoes until the trumpet sounds and you go to heaven. That there is a ruling to be done here on earth. There are spaces for us to invade by skill. There are corridors, opportunities that will open up only because of competence and then we go there with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Now this really is an agenda of the king to attain his prophecy. Remember Revelation eleven fifteen, And I heard the voice of the seventh trumpet and he shouted loud and I heard the great voices announcing that the kingdoms of this world are now become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ and he shall reign forever and ever. It's counting on me. It's counting on you. It's counting on us. I want to pray with you. This is the best decision ever and this is step one into the royal life. If you will say this short prayer with me, believing it in your heart and engaging your mouth in confessing this, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. Thank you for dying to take away my sins. Thank you for taking my place in the grave. Hmm. Thank you for, in, for this invitation to a royal life. If all you did was to pull me out of darkness, that would have been enough. But you've called me to reign with you in glory. This moment, I believe in my heart and I confess you as my Lord and as my Savior. I renounce my past and I say yes to your will. I say yes to your way. Thank you for your spirit. I believe you are alive today. It is true you died, but I believe you rose again. On the third day, you are very much alive. Come live in me. Come live through me for your glory. Thank you, Father, because it is done. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. In Jesus' name we are prayed. I'll pray for you shortly. I am led. I am led. I'm trying to round up the service, but I am led to break the yoke of smallness over the destiny of someone. Every time you try to plan and to dream, you just discover it's it's almost a pathologic condition of an inability to dream big. You've never seen anything big. You've never seen yourself doing anything grand for the kingdom. You see these dreams of doing great things and they, ter they sincerely terrify you. I'm going to pray for you and prove to you 
that it's spiritual is that you will see a dramatic change in your life. You will see that these dreams now begin to sit with you. That you begin to believe I am the one he has chosen and he will use me for his glory. Father, thank you for these ones who have made this decision. I ask for a supply of your spirit and a multiplication of your grace. They will love you forever and they will serve you forever. In the name of Jesus, I agree with your son. I agree with your daughter under the sound of my voice dealing with a yoke of smallness accepting that lie from the pit of hell that they can't do anything major in this kingdom partnering with the devil that god just wants you small he wants you in the corner he just wants you just just waiting for the trumpet doing nothing not understanding that that's a deception to to ensure that the kingdom of the world continues to gain ground but enough is enough that that regime comes to an end in this new era in this new season i break every yoke of smallness over the destinies of your children i break every yoke of smallness in the name of jesus i prophesy to you hear me now this is not just your physical ears i speak to the you in you and i command your destiny to begin to do big things for his majesty to begin to dream big dreams for his majesty to begin to take on big projects for his majesty in the name of jesus and just when the world is clapping and celebrating that see how big you've gone you will now begin to unlock the grace for new revel new levels for new levels for new exploits by his grace to his majesty in the name of jesus thank you father because it is done we give you all the glory for in jesus name we are prayed in jesus come on come on come on come on if you can wherever you are jam those ends together give the lord a big shout thank you so much for joining us today we hope you've been blessed by the sermon and if you would love to be a part of what god is doing in our midst feel free to join us on sundays at 10 a.m or wednesdays at 7 p.m to be a part of the giving you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at KICCCanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember you are a champion. God bless you.